and we're here. It is a beautiful, bright and sunny Auckland morning. The sort of morning you become accustomed to after living in Auckland for some time. Particularly when you've come from Wellington. No shade, Wellington. Kia ora, I'm Emil Donovan, and last week I was invited here to the Sir Edmund Hillary Retirement Village in Rimuera. Oh, it's magnificent. It's brisk. You can see the dew on the grass. In the middle of the village there's this water feature, whether we bridge across it, there are some um, fountains. Might go and record some of that sound. There they are, the fountains, shooting out jets of water. Really lovely garden. It's quite idyllic, I must say. It reminds me of the Truman Show, but not in a villainous way. Everything here is done nicely, kind of way. (laughs) Oh, white roses. I'm here because today is a big day in the village. It's vaccine day. Over the next few hours, nearly a 1,000 people will receive their first or second doses of the COVID-19 vaccine, most of them residents, and I've been asked along to have a chat to some of them. It's an exciting day for the village, and there's a sense of urgency too, exacerbated by this news earlier in the morning. More than a dozen locations in Wellington were visited at the weekend by a traveller from Sydney who has tested positive for COVID-19. Signing in. Stop the virus. Team of five million. Good morning. Is this the reception? I beg your pardon? Can I help you? I'm, I'm looking for the reception. It's this is just the right. Here. It's just through here? Yes. That's great. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Hi. Mary Vaughan, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mary Vaughan is the one showing me around. She's a comms advisor for Ryman, which operates the village. She tells me the first arrivals started to come in at half past five in the morning. A steady stream of vaccinators, pharmacists, and nursing staff. Lynn? Oh, nice to meet you. How are you? Hey, good day, Jimmy. How are you? You're overseeing it all. No? Well, yeah, in general. Yeah. New Zealand, but I'm not in charge of the whole of this today. I'm not today, quite, okay. Yeah, no, I but see. I'm the one who um, talks today and everything. So, oh, great, yeah, yeah. cool. So, yeah. We, I think the, um, the residents are just starting now. Yeah, okay. So they've been doing quite a few of the staff. Yeah, they started at five, uh, well, they started making up the files at 30. Um, yeah, and then they started vaccinating at 6.30 and they started. Yeah. Okay. And then today we've got about close to 800 vaccines. Close to 100 people coming out. Is that a lot for one day? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like a lot. Yeah, no, it's rolling. Everything's yeah, on. that is right. a lot. It's probably the most, I think that's probably the most of any village, any village, I'd say. Yeah. We've wandered through the rest home into a great big communal living area. There's a full-size billiards table in the corner, some green felt-topped tables for playing cards, a gas fire underneath a huge flat-screen television, and in the corner of the room, an operation being executed with military precision. 
seven or eight vaccination booths have been put up, sort of like the ones you go behind at voting stations. In the waiting area, staff have laid out 40 or so chairs, with about a quarter of them filled with rather excited-looking residents. In a strange sense, it sort of feels like the first day of school. I'm being shown around by Janine Snape. She's the infection control specialist at all the villages run by Ryman. How are people feeling about it, about getting the vaccine? Because, I mean, the way that you were... Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, there was a feeling of excitement. You know, they've just been hanging out, waiting for it. Yeah, yeah, so they're pleased. Which is kind of interesting. There's so much talk about vaccine hesitancy, and you would think that if vaccine hesitancy was a thing, then the demographic that it would be a thing among would be... Older people. I think so, yeah. And yes. But I think it's the opposite. It's the opposite. They're the ones that are most worried about getting COVID. Yeah. Because they're probably the most vulnerable, and they are. So they're the, the keenest to get it. Yeah. They don't really mind that we haven't got COVID in New Zealand right now. They just um, they just want to be ready for when COVID comes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes yeah. yeah. The um, pharmacy team are all, this is them reconstituting the vaccine. Oh, yeah. So they're getting it ready, so bags and bags will live <laughs> This is Radio NZ. <laughs> this is Amrit. He's the leader of the, um, oh, of the pharmacy team. Oh, yeah. Emil, how are you? Amrit, pleased to be here. He's vac- vaccinating all our um, Auckland villages. Oh, great. Our Ryman nurses are helping as well. So, cool. Yeah. Can you tell me what's happening here? So, yeah, sure. So we've got a team of pharmacists and nurses here, and they're just preparing the vaccine. So it's, um, each one has six to seven doses, uh-huh. and that's what you're seeing being drawn up at the moment. So this is that's how quite it works. Specific. Wow, yeah, this is where amazing. the magic happens. So these are the COVID vaccines that are right it. in front yeah. of us. That's it. And that's what uh, these ladies are sort of drawing up from that vial right now. Wow, cool. Great. So, Thank you. No worries. You're all awesome. Oh, Thank you. Great. Thank you. Cheers. That's why it's better than the natural that. So, yeah, so that's, that's the operation side. Very tasteful pictures on the walls, by the way. Bit of James Dean there. Ingrid Bergman. Lovely. This morning we had breakfast all made for uh-huh. us. We had cooked breakfast and everything because we were oh, here glorious. at 5.30 or 5, 5.30. And this is, we've got a lot of cheese set up here. This will fill up. Okay, Because yeah. we have to wait 20 minutes. Yes. So this is kind of where it fills up. Indeed. Yep. And we have nurses. This is where the chit-chat happens okay. and the plotting. Yes, 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 yeah, yes yeah. yeah. And they yeah. get a drink and if they want and live with the residents, get a cup of tea. And um, So we have our nurses observing people. We have the pharmacy team observing people. So just keeping on them, making sure they're feeling well. Sure. And then they are allowed to go at the end of 20 minutes. So have you 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 run all of these for the Ryman homes around the um, country, do you? I am one of the cl- main clinical leads. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I haven't been... Is that, does that, is, so that, is that what you do? That's part of my role. That's part of your I'm role. I'm an infection prevention and control officer okay. for Ryman. So for Ryman, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do a lot around the COVID space. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been with Ryman for? Uh, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. So you kind of would have known when COVID happened how big a deal this was. Yeah, yep. So um, I've been a clinical manager for six years in Nelson and I've been in Auckland for three years in an in a operational clinical role working with the clinical teams in Auckland and other villages around. And, um, and then I um, also became the infection um, nurse specialist for Ryman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when COVID started, when it hit New Zealand or when it hit the world, yeah, we knew it was going to be a big deal. Very, um, every minute of our day was just about keeping our residents safe, just constantly putting procedures in place and checking and linking them with all the villages. And it was a very busy time. I bet. Yeah. yeah. And, and we haven't stopped really. Yeah. We don't want 
any of our residents to get COVID. And, and I suppose I suppose we've been fortunate in that sense in New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, from your point of view, that would be that must be terrifying mm-hmm. to know that. I, I get that your job, even outside of the global pandemic, involves a huge degree of responsibility. But then there's a pandemic that comes in, and it's yeah. like, oh my god, how are we going to yeah. deal with this? Big responsibility. We didn't yeah. sleep at night some nights. Really? Yeah, yeah. But then we just, you know, you get used to it, and also we had a lot of just great teams involved. So. Just always felt like we had other people with us. It was uh, no one was ever alone. We all we all did it together, and um, yeah, we were pretty excited about the vaccine. And um, yeah. so we're very, um, I guess, really passionate about getting the vaccine out to all our residents and staff, so we can feel safer in our villages. How did you How did you communicate with residents in the beginning? Was there a pretty good understanding among residents of what COVID was all about? Did you have to explain a lot of stuff? Did you have to get a, an action plan in place to communicate, you know, this is really serious? Yeah, there was, well, um, within a short space of time, we had our villages um, were closed down, like in terms of no visitors, and um, we communicated them by, like, just, uh, so the independent residents who were out in the townhouses and um, we would have people going out and driving around and actually talking to them yeah. one by one, sending out newsletters. Yeah, they understood the seriousness. Mm. Yeah, yeah. In, in terms of the, the... There was a lot on the news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In terms of the vaccinations themselves, um, I mean, you mentioned that people are feeling pretty excited about it by and large. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had much to do in terms of explaining to people, you know... This is something that you really should be doing. It's a bit, you know, it's a bit freaky because, yeah, you know, like what we were talking about before. Yeah. There, there, there is yeah. understandable hesitancy among yeah. some people. I think um, people who are uh, the people I've talked to who are a bit worried about it. It's more just the unknown, and um, yeah, I mean, it is it is unknown. It has got an unknown part to it, but um, we I've learned a lot about it and done a lot of research and. Um, you know, I can explain that, or at least I can feel confident that there's actually been huge resources gone into the into making the vaccine and testing it, and um, you know, millions of people have already had it, and so um, I'm feeling really confident about the vaccine that we've got in New Zealand, the Pfizer vaccine. So um, yeah, I guess having that confidence when you're talking to people, but it's still a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That makes sense. Mm. So you got 800 doses today. Close to 800. Biggest one, yeah. biggest single day that you're going to do probably yes. in the whole country. Yes, definitely. I'd say biggest single day in the whole country. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, I've taken you for too Great. long. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so, with all the admin out of the way, time to hit the crowds. Where am I from? Uh, from upstairs. You're from... <laughs> <laughs> right, now, where am I from? I tell you where I was born. Yeah, right. tell me about I, I was born in London in, 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 in England. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that, that was in 1939. 1939. So, which that makes me 80 years old. 80 years old. Yeah, see. Goodness I'm, me. I'm still good looking. You are. You're very handsome. You've still got a wee head of hair there. Good on you. Yeah. It's more than I'm going to be saying when I'm 80 years old, I'll tell you what. How are you feeling about getting the vaccine? You've just had it in your arm, I've have you? I've just had it, yeah. It's all right? You can do whatever you like to me. Yeah. You just want to get it. I've, I had it last year, and today I've, I've, I just—I've <coughs> got absolutely no 
restraint on, on nothing could make me do that unless I, 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 I was to, to save myself with a death notice mm. uh, but otherwise you can, you can prick me all, all day if you like <laughs> yeah I charge a small fee. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't get nothing for free, do you? Hello there, ma'am. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. My name's Emil. Hello, Emil. I, uh, I work for National Radio. Oh, hello. I'm doing a piece about the vaccinations yes. this morning. Would you be interested in having a wee chat with me before? Oh, yes. Fantastic. What was your name, sorry? Veronica. Veronica? How long have you lived here for? Since 2016. Uh huh. It's treating you all right? It's wonderful. Nobody's listening, you, know? you can no, tell me the it's truth. Wonderful. It is? It's the best decision we could possibly have is made. Is that right? Absolutely. Why is that? We were living previously in the north of the Coromandel Peninsula, which is beautiful. I was going to say, there are worse places to be. Uh, it's uh, three hours to a major hospital, um, Waikato or, or um, Auckland. Very good service with the helicopter. If the weather's okay, mm. but if it's a, a medical issue and you have to drive, that's too far. Yes, you came over from the UK, did you say? Yes, in 1973. 1973. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time ago. Willem, I hope you don't Willem, mind me saying. Willem came over from Holland in 1964. Wow. So we're Kiwis by choice. You Kiwis by choice. Do you remember how you felt when it sort of? Um, <laughs> You know, it emerged that there was this global pandemic and it was very scary for older people. I was frightened, yes. I was. And listening to the first reports, almost tearful. Mm. Sort of, and as the reports came out, I imagined it might have been a bit like in the um, Second World War, you know people in England listening to the radio reports each year of what was happening. I don't know. It was frightening. So you've, no. got your, you've got your sticker on there. I had my second what vaccination. Does it say? I don't know. It says I've had my COVID-19 vaccination. <laughs> That's your second one, is it? It's my second one. How are you yes. feeling? Really pleased. Mm. Particularly now I've heard what's happening in Wellington. Mm. <laughs> yes. yes. Just this morning. Mm. One of the things that I've noticed about um, from talking to people this morning is about how excited people are to be getting a needle stuck in their eye. <laughs> you need a bit of excitement in your life. Well, it's, you, you know, it's for our protection and we're doing our, our part for the community, aren't we? It's important. Good morning. <clears throat> Good day. How are you? Good. Emil. Very nice to meet you. Hello, ma'am. What's your name? Jean Russell. Jean Russell. Lovely Jane. to meet you. Jane. The there we go. <laughs> She's a film actress. So you're Jane. What was your name, sorry? Paul. Paul. Great. So you both had your vaccines. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? Very good indeed. Yeah? I've had the second one. You just had the first one. Oh, right. I've right. just had my first one You're today. lagging behind. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Jane's yes. <laughs> Jane is beating me again. <laughs> she beats me in games as well. <laughs> we play Rumi Cook together, we play cribbage together, and she always beats me. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Habit of a life. Why break the habit of a life? <laughs> yeah, I remember taking the Sulk vaccine for polio in... 1957 or 58, somewhere around... No, no, it must have been 59 because I was a Nelson at that time. Yeah. Well, 59 or 60, 1960, yeah. 
happened, it was a big deal. And that was a big deal. They just took it orally. Is that how you do it? Yeah. There was no injection. It was taken by mouth. Changing, that's like, that's life-changing, yeah. you know, when something like that yeah. comes along. Yeah. It is, totally. It's the same as the flu f- uh, vaccine. Mm. I take it every year. Yeah. And I've never had any side effects. Well, why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, that's right, exactly. Why wouldn't you? Mm. And a lot of people think a cold is a flu. It isn't. A flu, when you get a flu, you know all about it. You're going to hospital. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And that's why it is so important to get these vaccines taken early and quick. Mm. Hey, it was a pleasure meeting you both. See ya. Thank you very much. Lovely meeting you, Jane. All the best. So, Dean, what was the centre sorry, Dean? Jackson. Jackson. Great. And you're the... Village manager. Village manager. What does that mean? Um, I run the village here at Edmund Hillary. Uh-huh. Yeah. What does that involve? Um, looking after all the residents, making sure that today, of course, they're all having their vaccinations. Yeah. Well, this must be the culmination of a lot of planning. It is indeed. We are huge 730-odd residents and 250 staff. What, a thousand-odd vaccines one yes. day? Yeah, absolutely. Gee whiz. Yeah. No, it's a big job, but um, we've got a great team on board. And so how has your morning gone? What time are you up? Five, five o'clock start, uh-huh. so they let the vaccinators in and they started getting all the vaccinations ready. And then we were all set up yesterday, uh-huh. ready for the vaccines. And first vaccine's given at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock in the morning. And since then, just a steady stream of people, really, isn't there? Yeah, coming through. I mean, if we look out... Uh, what can you see over there? Do you mind describing it? There are probably, what, 30-odd people? Yeah, probably 30 in the transition area, So, uh-huh. and um, another group just all coming in. So roughly, on average, between 12 and 15 every 10 minutes. OK, so more than one a minute. Wow, more than one a minute. Yeah. Holy so we've got quite a few vaccinators. It's just magnificent. What's your name, sir? Ross Johnson. Ross Johnson. Yes. How long you lived here for? Oh, 18 months. Wait, so that's so you would have moved in just before the... About three, about uh, two months before the lockdown. And they looked after us very well I here. I was going to say, you got, got in at the right time. I've got no complaints at all. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been pretty freaky. Um, as an older person... Well, yeah, although I was old enough to have known the... Uh, the polio business in, in 1948, I think it was, was it, uh, when, when I was at school and, um, you know, 10 years old or whatever I was and everyone had uh, three months off. We stayed at the beach in someone's house, which was very nice, but, but we, we've, been, we've been through, I suppose, some nasty things before. We didn't go through the war at my age, although it was on when I was very small. But, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was perhaps a little bit freaky, but uh, oh, we're an educated society here and I think we in general in New Zealand didn't panic too much, did we? Mm. It's been very interesting actually polio has come up a lot today among people that I've spoken to Yes. My great uncle had polio he couldn't walk for 70 years Yeah, well I knew knew children at my school uh, when when I was you know, at that age 10 and 12 who had polio and were semi-crippled and it sort of brought the point home pretty much when you were that age to say got to have this uh, uh, test and injection for, I think you drank it in fact I think yeah. then there was a follow up later where you had to go to the, I had, went to the town hall I think when I was about 21 or 2 and had a, a follow up uh, vac- not a vaccination I think again it was a, a nice little uh, little drink in a tiny paper cup <laughs> yeah do you think that that experience means that a lot of the people here, they really do understand the importance of vaccine. Oh, yes, absolutely. 
you've seen it all. And and um, and if you've been to uh, plenty of places overseas where where people are, you know, India and and Asia and places where people are crippled through some of these diseases, which are preventable through vaccine. Mm. And uh, it seems jolly good sense just to get on and take it. Mm. Yeah, I was a starter right from the, right from the start to have a have something to prevent it. What did you do for a living before you retired? Oh, I flew aeroplanes for forty years. You for, flew aeroplanes. <laughs> Is that right? For, in the Air Force, um, Air New Zealand, or Teal Air New Zealand, Singapore Airlines. So I saw a lot of the world and, and, and saw people in very nice conditions, but also people in very poor conditions in, in some places because I'd made a point of when I had time to get out and jump on the train and go to some of the outer suburbs and see how people really live in some of these places. And, you know, if vaccine's going to fix people around the world, well, that's what we need because if they don't get sorted, we will be constrained mm. by not being able to go places and mm. that'll be a great pity. So you're just you're waiting in line at the I'm moment? I'm just waiting to have a shot. Is this your first shot or your second one? No, it's the first one. First one? Yep. How are you feeling about it? No problem at all. Excited? No, well, glad that it's coming, finally, you know. Yeah, yeah no, quite, quite pleased to be, uh, be doing it. Yeah. I'm just saying before that, everybody in the... Um, in the the observation zone, I think it's called, is just sort of beaming, yeah. beaming with smiles. Please, they've had it. Well, yeah, they just, I've never seen so, so many people so thrilled to have just been given an injection. Yeah, you know? that's right. It's like the opposite of the dentist's office. That's right. Yeah. After you've got out of the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for today. I'm Emil Donovan. The detail is brought to you by newsroom.co.nz and made possible by RNZ and NZ On Air. You can get us downloaded free to your mobile device every weekday from any podcast platform. And if you're using Apple, please leave us a rating so others can find us too. Today's episode was engineered by Jeremy Ansell and produced by Mark Jennings. And thanks to David King, Janine Snape, Mary Von Gray and all the residents of Sir Edmund Hillary Retirement Village. Matewa. Thank you.